Should we look at the notebooks? Yes. My notebooks are so yes. different to yours. Mine are lots of different sizes. This is my my back pocket notebook. Can I have a little bit of my other glasses on? Well, yes. Can I have a flick through? You can. I've got children's pictures. Oh, this, is a, this is quite an old one. Little back pocket. Little back pocket. And when? at what point does this get pulled out? When do you, in Whenever. what kind of situations do you think? This is just when I grabbed. That Actually, that's, this is quite an old one because this is quite, these are very um, small person drawings. So I can see, I can see <laughs> looking at this, I mean, there are child's drawings tucked in here, but there's also, there's lots of, what I guess are very hastily written. Yes, these are, these are notes on the run. Notes on the run. And this so, is a handbook, or a handbag notebook, Notes on the Run. Okay, so I'm looking at pages of, um, yeah, lists, and... And this is... Actually, relatively... You know, these run to several pages, so you've, you've... You know, you've... That's a quite a new one, actually. You'll notice that I've taken some notes there. So where, where there are run of pages, you might have run, you might have written sort of half a dozen of those pages. So that's so so these are where like I have tiny ideas or tiny ideas that I can jot down quickly. And this is then then it comes into this where I have bigger ideas. And then when I cross through it, that means I've put that onto into the computer. Oh, so you've got a system. Mm -hmm. And when I circle a word, it means either I know I've misspelled it or I need a different word for it. It's not what I want, but I have to put something down in order to get there. See, that's a, right, that's a, a visual motif to get you to return to it. Yeah. And, and then I've got A's and, hang on a second, I've got, I, so I do this other thing where, <laughs> this is just, so, so I have poems and then I have, all the plants I want to put in my garden. <laughs> uh -huh. I've just seen a list here that includes pine nuts and yeah. pistachios. Yeah. And so, yeah, those are the plants. And then I have... Oh, yeah. Pictorial validation, number four. Number four? <laughs> so this is... I'd, and I'm going to just say out loud, but I mean... Other people might struggle to read your writing. Not that it's not neat or anything, but again, it looks like there's a sort of speed that this goes. Yeah, it's really quick. Down. I mean, look at that side on. Mm. I mean, you'll read that, but it would take me a little because yeah. it's quite small and tightly packed. And I wish I could find like an A. Oh, look, there's my. I wrote that down in a very reliable place. Oh, <laughs> is that a password? <laughs> like you really find that again? No, no. Um, but I wish. I, so what I do often is I'll put. Um, I like the system. I like the return to the. So oh, here I wrote a ballad. Um, evergreen as a trait. I really like that idea. I put that around. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. What would you be if you were evergreen? If you were described as... See, that's fairly... Yeah, no, that's fairly constant, isn't it? That's... Mm. That's fairly sturdy and hardy as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Against the... Yeah. 
Credibility. That's not a word. Oh, there we go. I'm going to try again. Another. I'm just sporadic tissues. So this one is a dream. I woke up and wrote this. Um, do you know who? You know Marcus de Sotoy? Uh, the mathematician. He's a mathematician. No. Well, I adore him, and he's this mathematician. And I, I had this dream where I was like, "Hey, Marcus de Sotoy," and he's like the head mathematician at Oxford. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. "Hey, what's yeah. up? <laughs> Is he doing a dream?" I've got this theory. Why? Yeah. So that's a theory that I. <laughs> that that I told Marcus to Sotoy my dream. And there I drew it. <laughs> nice. See, that's a Venn diagram with a lot of stuff going on in one circle. Um, and then I'll go through. So I do have quite a system where I go through and I'll read things and I'll say, oh, well, this is how it will apply to what I'm working on at the moment. So, um, so for instance, this dream which is probably embarrassing. Let me quickly read it. So it's, if nothing is followed by nothing, by nothing, it bends, and then it makes a circle. So the idea was like, there was this nothing, and it made this circle. And right. then, like, <laughs> like, this is probably like some mathematical theory that already exists, I don't know, but... Um, like all of our all of our chases, we come back to ourselves, but a different version. So on either end of a void that's unknown, and could the void of dark matter speed up or slow down the formation of circles, so that we have one large chase, which is the universe, our cell, and that's enclosed or closing in on many smaller circles, which are act like the protons and neutrons, and the design is the thing. That is the most obvious. The shape is round, circular, most repeated shape in our universe. But not just one, but it's many circles inside one that is as many as inside like the cells that live in a body. And so is dark matter is part of our cells that we cannot see or our thoughts or our circulatory system, but like a universal circulatory system. See, I like how that you I drew that. <laughs> Speak it with a certain amount of, of authority, and, uh, and not. Then, and it's, it's total Are we rubbish. saying so you dreamt this? You yeah, so I was dreaming this. that I was having this conversation. And with this book at the side of the bed, did you wake up? Yes, in the morning this is my book. I keep beside my bed. And you so you woke up and thought, "Wow, I've got to like write that down." And yes. so that would have been written down fairly speedily. After really, really quickly. Waking. I woke up. I have this book. The bigger books I have beside my bed. And when you reread it, do you can you return to the sort of that dream? I can. So I can see it. how. So what I do is I write then in a different color, yeah. if I can, how it applies to what I'm. So this dream is written in black, and then I put the circle of uh, fascination around the made thing and its maker. The made thing. What well, okay. does um, Equals capitalism plus humanity plus religion. Okay. Kind of lost what that meant. That okay. means. And then I have, if any version of this is true, if the circle is true, what are people for? Like, what's what's our purpose in it? Um, and then I have the collective consciousness. So I brought it back. This is what I was writing about the collective consciousness in Redneck. Um, well, you last night I dreamt that I couldn't get a door closed. 
Really? And I spent 15 minutes trying to like get a door handle working. And you dream about... Marcus is such a way. He's rather dishy. And I get stuck <laughs> at a door handle. I mean, this is just... This, this is so something about... <laughs> no, it doesn't. Like that. <laughs> but then I had this idea that like all of our words, which could be all of our words, like our conversations, what you know, what we create, you know, what you paint, all of it, all of our work as one long, like unending, strung together Would phrase that somehow... just goes round and round. And um, the idea that artists are creators. And I like, I do, I, I wrote, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then what if we're, so what would that mean if, if we would, what if we changed creators to makers? And how does that change how we feel about art? I think when I was writing this, I was on a bit of a high horse about, um, about, I read something really pretentious. I can't even remember what it was, but I was on a high horse about like the pretentiousness of art. And I thought, well, yeah, but what if we change the word creator, which has loads of religious connotations and... Oh, I see, I And see. we just were like mm. makers. So you'd be a, <clears throat> a maker of pictures or a maker of story. Yeah. A teller of story. Teller of story. But then I have swimming, goggles and towel, 2.30, F&T, which is food and nutrition, fruit salad stuff. <laughs> Hang on, just tell me that again. F&T. Food and nutrition. That's for my daughter's food and nutrition class. So I needed to stop off at the store and get fruit oh, salad stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> needed to bring that in for food and nutrition class. So I've got like little notes here yeah. along my... So it's a kind of, it's a journal of, it's a journal of ideas, thought processes. Ideas, um, thought processes. But quote, activity, life activity. Life activity. Which will include, because you're you. There's um, a lot of science. And there's a lot There's a lot of science, did you say? Yeah. Tell the truth, but tell it slant. That's really good. There's a, there are a lot of quotes. There's a lot of science. There's a lot of... Um, yeah, little notes, side margin notes, things like that. Um, because I find it's, I, I really, I don't understand mathematical concepts because I, I learned creationism in school. So I wasn't really, I, I don't really, science and math still have a bit of the forbidden to me, which is really hugely See, for anyone alluring. listening to this, you who wasn't brought up in America, this is, this is, I mean, this story, this is quite a stunning yeah. revelation. So, I came to it late. In very recent times, <laughs> you were brought up, taught at school. Well, believing in creationism, yeah. You were, were you taught this at school? Yeah, we didn't, we were taught, like, earth science and things like that, but we really didn't have, I look at what my children are learning right now, in in physics and in maths and and chemistry biology we didn't do that we it was i don't remember being taught creationism at school but that's just what everyone believed in i don't also remember being taught about in, 
an alternative. So, theory, so. going back to the much earlier in our conversation, we talked about being children and and playing and imagining being different people in order to kind of possibly learn about how we you know to work out our moral compass to work out how we felt about being the queen or you know mm. the princess or the I don't know the servant or you know whatever we were playing I mean I've just revealed much about what I used to think wow but to some extent these notebooks and what you've just revealed it, it makes absolute sense if your childhood if you if you didn't have that kind of basic foundation of of um i say basic foundation like you know i'm, I'm presuming that we're all pretty well going to be in agreement that um that science is is a real thing yeah <laughs> well i do remember learning about um, but you Darwinism and DNA and things like that, but it wasn't in the same context. I suppose that my children are learning it, and my children are learning it um, in the way that it's almost assumed. It's the, it's the exact parallel opposite. It's just assumed that that's the truth. Whereas when I learned it, now that might be like my own interpretation interpretation but i think it was like a mass feeling it was there are people that believe this and then there are other people that believe something else and and we fall into that other you know into the side category Do so you think to some extent you know writing stories you know as adult adult grit i mean do you do you suspect there's there's a really good chance that you're you're still you're you're trying to make sense of of the world, De- not just definitely people in it, but that how the world works and yeah. and 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 fit it all together. The yes, definitely. I mean, I a lot of people have. I do have like a side addiction to right move. Like looking at like houses and where you could like where you could live and all the rest. But actually, what I really love doing, if I have time on the computer, if I have sort of computer spare time, computer porn, is looking at different programs where I could go and study physics. Like, what do I need? What do I need as a foundation to study science or to at like a, a university level? I love looking at university programs. That's something that I that I do a lot <laughs> too often. See, this is amazingly, I mean, because I'm trusting the sort of, you know, my my basic primary school. <laughs> but, you know, that's not to science. say that I was taught nothing. And, uh, and it's just that I am coming to or have over the last 20 years coming to, to like, bigger ideas um, in, in terms of... Um, you know, like mathematical possibilities later in life. And it's a bit like occupational therapy for my my creative self. Because the other thing is, I'm, I can get big concepts, but also because I'm dyslexic, I have short-term memory uh, deficit. And so I'll forget, you know, 
very minor things. And so because that was never really dealt with when I was a kid, or even, it wasn't even a thing, um, it was like, right, well, you're creative. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you're good at. And so you just practice what yeah. you're good at. But actually, what really inspires me, what really interests me, I mean, I'm a married scientist. <laughs> but we got, you know, I married him because of our conversations. So what really inspires me, although it's not evident in my work at all, actually, um, um, you know, mathematics and, and, well, physics in particular, but other sciences, yes. But thinking, thinking in those, uh, try, trying to, like, picture what my mind would be like if that was my vocation. And, and I guess it, it means that I can go to different places in my imagination. I don't really use what I learn or discover there. Because, in, in, you know, in a, in a practical sense, like, I'm not going to use this idea of lots of different, you know, I'm not going to use this dream I had to, of Marcus Sassatoy, but what that enabled me to do, it enabled me to get to, like, the level of, um, of writing that I needed to get to when I was writing about collective consciousness. So it was almost yes. like a stepping stone. Yes. Oh, no, I do. I, I absolutely get that. No, this is. Um, I mean, just just seeing how your how your ideas form, and it's 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 interesting that that the ideas seem to go down quite rapidly. That when you um, that when you wake up in the morning, that they can be written down. That when you're on yeah. the go, they can be written down. And that by writing them down, it fixes them, doesn't it? It, it does. Fixes them. It fixes them. And there are actually a lot of things, like there's a quote, there's a Bible quote, Psalm 19, there's no speech nor language, their voice is not yet heard, which, you know, I put all these types of things in here, but a lot of these I wrote in the car, which you can see, this was in the car, because I remember that. What did it leave out? Um, because I was getting out of the car and this big dollop of rain that had collected in the side went into my notebook. Um, and so it made everything bleed. But a lot, I, I write a lot in the car. I used to write, when, when I was homeschooling um, my children, I wrote in the car all the time because I'd drop them off at places and then, yeah, pick them up again. This is, I mean, it's fantastic. I think, uh, hello you. We'll John McPherson is entering the room. Hello. Hello. Radio, Radio John McPherson. Hang on, let me stop it.